0: Shirt. <laughs> i just started <laughs> was that recording when i started
1: i don't think it was <gasps> that's good probably for the best i know all right well, let's run it from the top
0: <clears throat>
1: hmm. <clears throat> here we go episode two <clears throat> take
0: two. (laughs)
1: Hopefully we can edit out that throat clearing. That Heather just, you good?
0: (laughs) Good. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. Woo. <laughs> woo.
0: Living in Portland with Listy and Addy. Good morning. Good
1: morning. I'm pretty sure that was the fakest woo I've ever. My woo. No, yours was good. Mine was not woo. I Mine was like woo.
0: I was weak. Who's like the it kid up. in the back
1: of the minivan who doesn't want to do whatever the family's doing on Saturday? Sorry. Attitude yeah. adjustment needed over Attitude
0: adjustment. Here. You are listening to the Living in Portland podcast where. we're We're going to tell you everything there is to know about living and working in the great Pacific Northwest. We're going to tell you the good, the bad, the ugly. We're going to keep it real and raw with our success stories, our failures. We're going to tell you stories. We're going to keep you wanting more.
1: Yeah, straight up. We're going to give you the insight on the money side and the agent side of buying real estate here in the Pacific Northwest, living in Portland. Exactly. L.I.P. With (laughs) Addy and I
0: Yes, I know. We got... Me, the realtor, who's gonna have all the fun and showing you all the houses and get you in a contract, and then we got Addy over here. Yeah. He's the money guy, he's the one that gets you the loan.
1: But yeah, I'm born and raised here though. I've lived in every quarter in Portland. I get you the money to buy the house. I
0: know. I'm also we got the street loop in on the dupe. Portland. Yes. Yeah. I love Where it. Did... I live on the west side though. I'm a west side girl.
1: Yeah. Northern. They can't see <laughs> I knew you were gonna do the Finger W, what's that
0: <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is really important. It's on how to pick the right realtor for you, you guys. This is so important. You should be talking to not just one, you know, talk to a couple. Find the one that is right for you, and we're going to give you the tips and tricks today.
1: Well, first of all, you should reach out to us because we mm. want to be your lender and your agent Absolutely. and help you find the home. 100%. But I think this is maybe a constitutional awareness check to what you should be asking if you don't use us.
0: Yeah. I think it's important.
1: Yes. Let's roll into it, because you actually put some effort into it. Um, I'm looking down here. He's looking
0: at my notes. I like to keep notes, everybody. and Check out
1: online check reviews out. is number one. Okay, I think this is really Let's important. Go. If
0: you're starting to talk with realtors, you need to look them up. Google them. Check them out on Inc- LinkedIn. Look at their social media. Are there? Is there an online presence? You know, and what about reviews? If you can't find a review on this person, are they closing deals? Yeah. Like, this it's is really, big. I think it's important. And you mm-hmm. can find a lot about somebody's personality. And you know,
1: I will say that also when you're looking at reviews, don't trust the 100 out of 100 five star. Those might not be real.
0: No, everyone's
1: got one little upset person because they stubbed their toe, right. and it goes to 4.2. I right. pulled off a miracle close for one client. It was right. a refinance miracle.
0: Right. Best
1: performance in my mortgage career. Yeah. And I got a four point two out of five because we almost couldn't close it, which it wasn't my fault.
0: It was not your fault. So things happen, but sometimes reviews you just want to say huge. suck it though on those ones. Like I know it sounds bad and we really appreciate the reviews. that doesn't sound nice, but like you did everything. You like killed that deal, like for the yeah. good and it wasn't your it. fault that was completely their fault 100%. So yeah, real. don't look at the 4.2 review. But look at what people are saying. No, what I'm saying. saying
1: is don't trust someone that's never had anything but a five-star review. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: because like who really has a 100 out of 100 five-star reviews?
0: That's true. I think I might. <laughs> <laughs> you like
1: Oh crap, I'm that's good.
0: me. No, there was somebody that didn't give me a five-star review. And That's I was what I'm like, saying. Yeah, and I was like, that one was really good, and in it was like any... I didn't get it for like my negotiations, and I was really mad because like literally they were my seller,
1: right? And
0: <laughs> I literally got their offer, a cash offer, to come up another fifty thousand, and we sold for a hundred ten thousand over asking, and I didn't have good negotiations. <laughs> could I didn't get have five been stars a little negotiation. Sh- could um, have
1: been a little stronger there.
0: <laughs> I could have. I could have. I remember that one. I remember Jesse actually made a comment, a post about that Ooh, on his social post. media about like, hey, you can't make everybody happy she killed it anyways that's off the subject
1: so let's go though important uh, look at you know
0: look at their online reviews is there an online presence of this person i think that's important um you need to have questions to ask you know don't be afraid to ask questions and if they're not willing to have these conversations with you they might not be the right person like ask them how long have you been in real estate how long have you been doing this for Yeah,
1: I like it when people have a ton of questions on our first initial Zoom, which I hope you reach out if you're listening to this podcast. That's the one
0: thing that you and I are so good at is I love talking with people looking to move because, one, I don't care if you're moving now or if you're moving in five years. Let's start the conversation now. And that's a good thing to know about a realtor. If they're not willing to have a conversation with you because you're not pre-approved yet or, you yeah. know, you're not planning Call on moving for a ready. year or two. Yeah. Like you want somebody to help you with a game plan. Be on your team, be a resource during that time. That's a big deal moving, you know, especially yeah. when you're relocating. So I love it when we have these Zoom calls and we're getting to know these buyers. It's so fun. And then when they show up with notes and they're like super organized and they have all kinds of questions, that's my favorite. I'm like, but yeah.
1: The quickest way to my heart. He's in a organized Excel space. Oh my god, you're I the, love when people send me. Addy
0: speech. is the biggest Excel nerd. He like gets so excited and he shares it. And then when the buyer like gets excited about seeing his Excel sheet, like there's this whole like you know bonding moment. It's crazy. It's super fun.
1: It accelerates the relationship.
0: <laughs> that was the cheesiest thing. <laughs> you should stop right there. Uh,
1: that was good.
0: Oh my gosh, but yeah, don't be afraid to ask the questions, you guys. You need to know how long they've been doing real estate. And another really important question. Mm are you doing real estate full-time or part-time you don't want a half-asser i'm not saying that a part-time agent is a half-asser but if they're not there doing it full-time are they available to help you what are they doing with the other part-time i mean don't get me wrong Mm i i am a full-time realtor i set my boundaries though like i mean if you're calling me at three o'clock in the morning i'm probably not going to answer
1: right right. but i'll
0: call you in the morning there's there's reasons so i mean you want to have an agent that's willing to set those boundaries with you but are they doing it part time? Are they only doing it 10 times like, you know, yeah. is it a side gig? It's sometimes not a good No, it's an agent
1: who's available part time, full time. Yeah. Meaning all the time they're part time available. Right, yeah. That don't work. You're either in the game or you're not, I think is the point. And it kind of goes back to like do you have relevant experience? Because mm-hmm. the market's changed quite a bit all the time and it's still a shifting, moving. Yeah. And you're only as good as your last at bat, really. That's absolutely. Yeah. Mic drop.
0: I I feel that. Yeah, mic drop. I just feel it's a, it's a full-time job. It really is to be there for you.
1: Let's go to your next section here that you've designed out as communication.
0: Right? Yeah. How do it. you communicate? I think it's really important. Everybody likes to communicate differently. Are you the type of buyer that likes to have a phone conversation every time? Or do you like text? Is it easier? I mean, in today's world, you're usually looking at homes when you're at work, behind your desk, on your phone, mm. scrolling through, and maybe you can't have that conversation. So maybe you mm. like text because you like to be sneaky at work while you're looking at houses.
1: There's a lot of different preferred there's a diverse yeah. list of preferred communication methods. Yeah. Like I, I'm doing you and I are both doing 10x, the texting that we did with clients just five years ago. That's Absolutely. a huge probably number one by far.
0: Love text messaging. Uh-huh. Yeah. We do get emails. There's some clients that like yeah, to, just do email wrong, and either. that's great too. Yeah. But maybe you're somebody that doesn't like to text or email and you want to have a phone conversation every time. You need to make sure that your agent knows that up front. Because if you feel like you're not being communicated with properly or that works for you, it's going to put a strain on the relationship and and take some of the fun out of looking for the houses.
1: I agree. And me being on the lending side, you know, I often have to explain kind of not simple answers. There's multiple layers.
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: so I'll text a lot. And then if it gets complicated, I'll just call like, hey, can yes. you have a quick call and I'll explain something? Oh my
0: something. gosh, yes, don't be, a, yeah, yeah, I do that all the time i pick up the phone.
1: if it's really long, I'll put it together in an email.
0: Sometimes I just make a video and send it to them. I like Yeah. Do I just do a quick too. video, but a lot of times if it's complicated, you totally have to pick up the phone and call. Well,
1: and I deal with numbers, so it's kind of hard to like,
0: Yeah, you I like show. to get
1: back to Excel. And yeah. Show them. You do. You Budgets do. this, here you go, color coordinator. Col-
0: absolutely. I love it. Make sure that your agent can tell you about the market. Are they familiar with the market? What's going on?
1: Well, and like in detail too, not just like, well, it's still a seller's market. Well, anyone could say that. Yeah. Thing. What does that mean? Thanks for you, the use. Can insight. they tell you
0: what a seller's market means? Can the they tell you what a buyer
1: expert. Yeah. And especially with relo, tell me about your last relocation. Yes. It is so much different. You have so many different factors of when you put in an offer, are the sellers gonna discriminate against you because you're not local? That happens. My it friends. happens all the time. It mm-hmm. happens. Oh, I don't want to sell to another California family. That happens. Yeah. We have a very good reputation here locally about closing on time, Mm -hmm. strong buyers, educated buyers. That makes your offer super competitive and listing agents know that and hear that from our voice.
0: And I want to be really honest that we specialize in relocation. That is what we do.
1: It's not even specialization. It's like who we are.
0: It's, it is who we are. <laughs> it's like, I know, yeah, right? the, the When whole, I get a like, call with somebody that's yeah. here local, I love to work with them. Absolutely, one hundred percent. But it's so weird for me. I'm like, what? You're here? Like, what do you mean? Wait,
1: wait. Like, what? You're you not, want to meet at a Starbucks a on the street? You're, you're
0: not. You're here in the United States now. Okay. <laughs> Let's go out for happy hour. Let's meet up. Let's go.
1: It, this is what we do, and it makes a really big difference. So
0: yeah, but you want to make sure that they're familiar with the market. They know, and ask them like, what kind of things are you doing to get your offers accepted? Like.
1: Yeah, we're not I, gonna give away our
0: tree We're not gonna. T- I'm not gonna tell you what I'm doing. You got to talk to me. But <laughs> I will tell you that, that, that if we have a Zoom call, call and you want to know, that's really, really important. But also, like, I think it's important. Is this agent talking to you? Are they asking questions about you? Who are you? What are you doing? Tell me about yourself. Tell me about the neighborhood. You know, vibe that you're looking for. What are you looking for in a home? Like, do you have kids? Are kids not important? Do you need to be by a dog park? Like are they are you just asking them questions or do, are they showing interest in your life and what's happening also to be able to you know better help you i think that's really important you start
1: i agree okay. and it's like hey if you're calling an agent and they don't know anything about your story and you just want to go see a house and they'll run to that house mm-hmm. they're not they're hoping that you put an offer and you if you don't on to the next yeah there's two different styles of people in this industry the ambulance chasers and then the long term customer service oriented teams like us.
0: Yeah, but I think there's three. I don't know what well, to you're call gonna this add person. A third button? I'm going to add a third right? button. So, I can't tell you the number of people we've had reach out to us and they talk to another agent and that agent's like, "Well, call me once you get pre-approved and you're ready to buy." Right like they're they don't even want to talk to them because they're not ready like but i'm our happy team, to talk to you you're not ready to move for a year two years okay great this is we have time to plan yeah, we, we have we have time to come up the game plan and help you
1: and all i'm there on the financial side i help build mm-hmm. out the strategies for savings credit strategies how much net equity they're going to yeah. have when they sell there's a lot of factors to go into it a so ton. when you get brushed off so if you
0: get brushed off that is a problem
1: That's a problem. That's a big problem. Ambulance chaser. And if
0: you, I mean, if you feel intimidated and you can't be honest with the agent that you're talking to, and if you don't Mm. understand something they're trying to explain to you and you want to ask it in a different way until you understand, and they're not answering it or not helping you or putting you off, they're not the right one. You got to have a good rapport. You need to be able to tell this agent how you're feeling. And that's, you know, it's, it can be stressful. That trust factor is
1: really big. The rapport factor is is so important. If you
0: don't feel like your agent has your back. And that you can trust them and have those open conversations you know whether you're excited whether you're starting to feel defeat like if you're upset something happened at work and now you're worried about your loan if you can't be you know you just things happen in the middle of a transaction and if you're stressed out and you don't feel like you should tell your realtor something that's you got to have that rapport well not to
1: mention too a lot of the clients (laughs) that we help you know they come here and visit and they get to see neighborhoods and tour around and go Mm -hmm. to hot spots and they get their feet wet right sometimes they put an offer while they're here sometimes the, the inventory might not be there. So when it, they go back home, we're still here. And we're Excellent. your team and that's what I love about Heather and all of our agents is really, I see them talk people, you guys talk people out of offering more right than out. into because hey, now it's turned into a virtual uh, business relationship of showing the home right? it really
0: does because so many people relocating come to check out neighborhoods with us we sh- you know give them the hot spot list and mm-hmm. you know show them around they get an idea but in this day and age people are buying home virtually do i suggest it no does it happen a lot yes it mm-hmm. does happen but i want to be able to take you to the home and show you how i do it and i mean I I have fun doing it. To be honest, I'm climbing over the fences and holding my phone over so we can see what your neighbor's backyard looks Spying
1: like. on the neighbors. I mean,
0: do we got you know a herd of you know goat back there? Chickens? Do we got a right. lot of toys back there because they got six kids? Yeah. Do or, they mow their lawn? But I'm or also... is like
1: the neighbor kitty corner have a junkyard and an yeah. RV that's a total eyesore? Right? You. Yeah. Won- Yes. Or even remember, we had some uh, a family who just refused to live on a block that had chain link fence. Yes. that was a non negotiable. Right. It's like, "See, so you got to shoot it straight. You're driving down the box. i look, making sure that mm-hmm. everything looks good." And I mean, I do talk to, to my,
0: everything. I do let them know we can always replace the fence. That's important to know. Not
1: for other homes, though. They're,
0: yeah, you can offer our homes. They but didn't yeah, want a chain link fence, but I understand that. I mean, everybody's got their thing, and that was that was a thing. That but their thing. I will, like, you know, I have, uh, yeah. Another know the good the bad the ugly but i will talk you out of a home before i will into a home because i want you to know like i'm there to support you and help you but i am gonna you know point or out is everything.
1: like the house really close to a really noisy red like i've seen yeah. virtual I've heard of stories where the people have bought virtually, yeah, and they didn't know the house was like super noisy in traffic, oh, no. and the ambulance chaser trying to sell the home didn't no. mention anything.
0: I literally will stand in the backyard so they can hear like you need to know this is what I'm seeing. this is what I'm hearing. I also talk about smells I mean there's sometimes I'm oh, doing smells a virtual are a and, big one in the and, house. you know like grandma it smells here? like grandma. It it
1: smells like cigarettes is- smells yes. like yes. It smells it looks- like flowers. Or there's the, an aggressive amount of candles. That's yeah. a cover-up one where you're like, you know, you walk in and it's like, whoa, tropical breeze times X, yes. right? What are you covering? A CSI crime scene? Or right. Was there an unfortunate visit to the restroom? <laughs> we want to get down to the bottom of that. No pun intended.
0: This house smells like uh anyways, yeah. yes. So it's important, you guys. Honesty, integrity, you gotta have a good rapport, you gotta have that open communication. So, so important that you feel comfortable with your realtor.
1: I think, you know, to conclude and hopefully we can get a little outro music for this, yep. what naturally surfaced through us explaining how to interview a team, a lender, yes. an agent is really like our pillars of the service mm-hmm. level that we provide as a team. So I'm gonna flip the chorus and say, if you are thinking about uh, about moving to the Pacific Northwest, please, please, please reach out to us. We're getting calls, yes. emails scheduled, that first call with us, we love it. This is what we do, it's who we are, right? Let's do anything so to awesome. add to that? It was a little chappy, but- No, I loved it, I loved yeah.
0: it. This is only our second episode, so we're not quite smooth. By the time owl. we do
1: 100, it's but gonna be butter. It's gonna
0: be butter.
1: So I love it, I
0: love it. Stay tuned next week for episode number three of Living in Portland. Addie and Listy is out.